You are listening to Down Home. These next performers have been a part of Halifax's hip-hop scene since 1987. Over the years, they've worked individually with producers, DJs, and rappers who make their home here on the East Coast. As a group, their debut album, Time Capsule, was just released this weekend, and I recommend you pick it up. Here's why. Put your hands together for Universal Soul! Local Halifax hip-hop legends, Universal Soul, tell the story of the group's origins in this episode. The group's members, Finley Tolliver, Tracy Williams, and David I. Coyote, also share their Scotian experiences. Welcome to Down Home, the Nova Scotian experience from two black men. Uh, I'm Derek Wise, and as always, we have Jay Jones. What's up? What's up? What's happening? And our guest this episode is Universal Soul. So we have Finley Tolliver. What's up, yeah. Fizz? Not too much. Not too much. Thanks for having us, man. Awesome. Tracy Williams. My brother. Yeah. Tactician. Thanks Tactician. for having us. And David I. Coyote. Yo, yo. Voodoo. Look at the white hair. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you're using the old voodoo. <laughs> me and Derek took a, me and Derek and Philly went home. We took her home. Came back home. Yeah, yeah. For real. Yeah. So this is Universal Soul. And, um, this is awesome, man. It's a real special episode. I think this is the most people we've had on one, uh, one uh, episode. Yeah, it's a Zoom orgy. It's a Zoom <laughs> Man, you know I'm going to have to edit that out, man. <laughs> hey, man, you know. <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. No, there ain't nothing wrong with that. Isn't there? All right. Well, well yeah. Yeah. Not, not, that, safe that for, not, not safe for work. All right. As long as we ain't Zooming nowhere, you know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> All right, man. So we're going to jump right in, man. Um Yeah. So, yeah, man, Universal Soul. So, you know, the 1991, 1992. So that was kind of the, the middle of the golden ages of, uh, of hip hop. And, of mm-hmm. course, that wasn't lost on Halifax. Yeah. Uh, so, so, Fizz, so, Cuz, talk about Universal Soul's contribution to the Halifax hip hop scene back in the day. Oh, man, absolutely. So before I, I go there, I have to go back just a little bit farther back. Uh, to, yeah, to uh, to a band's name, uh, Down by Law, which oh, consisted Down by of, Law. yeah, which consisted of myself, Patty Jones, and Joe Sarah. Uh, to complete the group was uh, Tracy Williams as our hype man, David Adi Coyote, Voodoo as one of the dancers, and a couple of other guys. So, as you can see already, like this was this was already part of the of the melting pot, right? Yeah. So, long story short, is like. So we were doing shows. Uh, we got booked uh, to do a to do a huge show, uh, which was uh, Public Enemy. That was uh, I think aside I think aside from uh, African Bombada, I think they came in '85. So aside from them, um, Public Enemy, man, like yeah, fight the power, <laughs> like a, fight the power fame, right? Exactly, like exactly. Yeah, yeah. In 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 the in the heat 
of 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 that, right? <laughs> so anyway, so so we had that um, along with uh, Missy Me Show, yeah, which was crucial. Uh, Canadian hip hop, Missy Me. Um, but yeah, long story short, is with with Oat with Oat that melting pot of of getting things in order, uh, we couldn't move forward. So after we realized that um, things weren't working out with us. We uh, mean we meaning David and myself. Uh, we formed a group called Black Season, and uh, and Black Season was basically like you know, um, you know, kind of a, a spin off of Public Enemy. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. just just yeah. you know, just learning about our own blackness, being able to you know, create those concepts and and just you know, throwing it down, right? Sure. Um, yeah. So anyway, so long story short is um, we had a couple of other groups. That can that you know that were around you know because we were David and I were always we we're always thinking and always trying to interchange the rhythm interchange the beats just not exactly being satisfied right mm-hmm. and then finally can I finally you just for a second Fiddle? of course you can brother of course one one important thing about Black Season is that um, it music wise it was just a beat machine a live bass player and a saxophone oh, with, yeah. with this cheap uh, half a second sampler. We couldn't even s- sample a second at that time. Yeah, um, you had to loop it, right? Well, we couldn't even do that. I'm, oh. We were actually playing things with the drum machine pattern going. Uh, we were we were doing jazz hip hop before it was a thing. And I'm not mm-hmm. trying to say that people took it from us or whatever, but I'm telling you, we were doing it because these these artists were they were inspired. They they were trained with jazz and. Yeah. Um, we had that sound going on in ours in, in Black Season. Yeah, you guys, you guys yeah. at that time they, they had a sound like a diggable planters type sound. Oh, oh cool, okay. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that's that. I, that's I to, that's actually a good point. No, if I were to point one, like because you know I was playing ball at the time, so I wasn't really mm-hmm. using punch in my hip hop. Even mm-hmm. though that guy, that light skinned six foot five guy, did ask me, and so did that other guy. But I said, no, no, I'm concentrating on ball. These guys are doing their thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they sound like diggable to me, man. And it was dope. Mm-hmm. I, I just love their stuff. That's yeah. cool. I'm not just saying that. I'm being real. No, it's oh. true. Yeah. Because like back then, uh, there weren't many, a lot of people were doing samples rather than live instrumentation. Yeah. Live instrumentation really started uh, uh, branching out when the Roots came along, right? They took it to mm-hmm. uh, And cool Stetsasonic too. Stetsasonic too. Yeah, they were doing anything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that, that was the band for sure. Yeah, talking all that. But yeah, jazz. but yeah, but just just to, just to follow up from what you were saying, like that's that's sort of how we had the groundwork, right? So, and that that's why I, I call it beautiful uh, because you got you got all of us that were friends um, that were really just trying to figure out what we were going to do, and we were always interwoven. Funny how things is going down. The game is changing now. The soul come back around. Tell your moms that the boys are back in town. They up in the spot and he stays. They tear it down. Ain't it funny how things is going down? The game is changing now. The soul come back around. Tell your moms that the boys are back in town. They up in the spot and he stays. They tear it down. I'm feeling good today. Just in case you asking, I saw you on the strip, but that was mainly just in passing. The block is hot still, feel me though, rock skills. I'ma stay in box ill, you know my squad, we clock bills. My soul family, we back in the game. Took a little C break, now we packing the game. Now, we hit the road, we in that traveling phase. Now this music got me hot and I ain't slept in days. True life, it's like-
like a maze Found a way and yo, we still grasping Cross the ocean, thought-provoking flows And still scoping for that particular You know the sound expansion The soul's ridiculous But chooses flows is classic But on the way to the top We lost a little magic Motivation was gone to bad you know what I mean? Like always, always, always. So it, it was only a natural progression before Universal came, Universal Soul came, right? So that's mm -hmm. uh, and and like you said, ninety one, ninety two. That's that's when uh, that was the birth, yeah, of you soul. So yeah. uh, all right. So the the Helltown Meltdown. That was that. Uh, was it a compilation song? What was that again? I can't remember, man. I think it was a compilation album. Yeah, it was a compilation album. That was put together by Joe Run. Was it yeah. Joe Rogan? Yeah. 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 Joe Rogan yeah, so, so, a series of them. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was called, it was, it was actually called the Helltown Projects. Project. So, oh, right. so, yeah. So, so that, so that was the actual compilation. But, but it just, it, it, like, there's so many people. You had, you had Nathan C., you had um, uh, ourselves, Lazo you had Brad. Richard Trifree, um, Shingai, uh, who else? Yeah. Shingai, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, so you had you had so many you had so many different people coming from all all over the all over you know Halifax yeah. and Dartmouth and, and abroad, right? So yeah, bon, we just simply called bon it the meltdown. Yeah, Bonshaw and yeah. Bonshaw. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. Shout so out you, to LCP, by the way. <clears throat> yeah. um, yes. No, really speaking about that, that song was that was a motivator. That song motivated mm -hmm. me to want to do hip hop locally. Led to you wanting to express yourself through hip hop. Ah, uh, ooh, that's a good question. Uh, I was tired of dancing. I knew that. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. His feet were tired. Yeah, yeah. It was tired. It was done. Yeah. And and at the time, I kind of had an itch for wanting to get on the microphone, and I couldn't do it with the uh, the current means and ways that were available to me and Fizz at the time. And so we said, we're going to take the long road. And we did that. We mm -hmm. we bought a beat machine. We saved up. We scratched our pennies. We got a sampler. We got looped. We, we started buying things. We started um, expressing ourselves. And and, yeah. and 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 one thing was we did Black Season, and that was really good. But I, I think I felt personally, I can't speak for you, Fizz, but I felt like we kind of pinned ourselves into being something kind of like an X clan thing where, where, where you have to be this persona. And, and so you're limited as, as to the amount of topics that you can cover. Mm -hmm. and, and I kind of felt like we kind of pinned ourselves into something. And, mm -hmm. and this is where the universal soul concept really took birth is, is we wanted to have an open canvas we yeah. wanted to do, if we wanted to sound poppy, we'll sound poppy. If we mm. wanted to do a song um, that was political, we did a song that was political. Mm -hmm. If we wanted to make a song to make people laugh, we did that. And we didn't care who liked it or who didn't like it. We were being universal soul, and that was our mission, was mm -hmm. to have a universal sound, a universal concept. And and that's why I fell in love with hip-hop, is because we were actually doing that. We had, you know, it, it was a long start, but um, once we really 
got that mission down that we are here to explore new sat like like Star Trek. <laughs> I was on board and engaged. Yeah. Damn it, Jim. <laughs> Damn it, Jim. I'm a rapper. And Tracy, <laughs> Tracy, you were saying that you were into ball back then more. Like, yeah, because I can remember you used to use the ball out, man. I remember. I remember uh, back in the day. Yeah. What? Yo, yeah. Uh, what uh, what made you want to put more time into the hip hop game, man? Well, see, I come from a musical family, like like everybody in this in this in this this Zoom call. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I so music. It's always been ball music school, ball music school, ball music school. And you know, Finley and I, Dave, we've been messing around with this hip hop thing since we were little little kids. Mm-hmm. So them guys doing their thing. You know, while they were doing Black Season, you know, I was here for a minute. Then I went back to Glasgow for a few years for school. And, you know, I was playing ball up there. And the guys were, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm listening on, on the radio every weekend, listening to these guys. And I'm like, okay, what's going on here? When I go back home, back to Halifax, I'm getting involved. Yeah. Um, but to be honest with you, even taking it further back than that, my uncle showed me the Sugar Hill Gang mm. LP. Mm-hmm. After I'm listening to gospel and my mother's music, my grandmother's music, my grandfather's music, I'm listening to all this music, and I'm listening to this new thing that is, yeah. it's new. I've never heard this before. Mm. And I got to be honest with you, man, when I heard that that day, I knew that some way, shape, or form, I would get myself involved somehow yeah. in that type of music, man, because it was different. It was new. It was fresh. And I mean, we're talking, I say old school, to the hip, to the hop, to the hip, you know, but I've never heard that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, Sugar Hill Gang record for me as well. Showdown, uh, Sugar Hill Gang versus the Furies 5. I got it in 1979, Christmas, by a cousin. And I I often wonder, I look back and I go, why the hell did she give this to me? Because when I put on that record, man, it was it. You know, it was it. I was like, I am somehow connected to this shit, man. And I, and it's going on. So the feeling has never left it's me. You like, know what I'm saying? It's true. Like, it's so true. The question in short, my mom had her music. My grandmother had their music. My uncles and aunts, cousins, even your, your people, Jay, they all had their music. Yeah. The new thing was our, mine, our yeah. music. Yeah. Just yeah. Rocks. Mm-hmm. So this is something I can relate to. You yeah. know, it, that was really my inspiration from the start, leading up to messing with these guys who I love, my brothers. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. even leading up to messing with Finley and David and Universal Soul, it was a no-brainer for me. Yeah. It was my family. I rode with these guys. I, I, lived, I ride and die with these guys mm. since I was a kid. So mm-hmm. you ask me, hey, man, you need to join up. Man, I'm in. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. it, it, you know, for me, it was kind of, it was simple, man. It was, I, I, I had to do it. You know, I had to do it. Cool, cool. Makes sense. Like, to be honest yeah. with all these guys, like, you know, and I know, I know David and Finley know that we talked about this million, like this is the probably the trillion time we talk about it. <laughs> you know, like I say, my inspiration comes from just rolling with these fellas wanting to do something pure together, wanting yeah. to get people to rock to what we're feeling, our vibe. And, mm-hmm. you know, that was my inspiration from the start, regardless. And yeah. even when I was doing stuff with Tremaine, doing the overlords, just wanting to rock and get people to rock to our vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. you're trying a piece of yourself every time you're up there. And that's that's what I wanted to do. You know? Yeah. yeah. So. Just a side note, side note. 
<clears throat> this um this story just came to mind, man, Tracy. Oh my goodness, oh, here man. We <laughs> <laughs> here we go. No man. It's uh it's hilarious. So we were we were at um St. Joseph's, was it? St. Joseph's. <laughs> oh my goodness, man. And we were on the track team, right? I knew he was gonna but we were, we were we because we were bigger guys, we do the shot put in the discus. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I <remember. laughs> so we were outside, we were outside practicing discus, right? So we would we were on opposite ends of the playground, throwing the discus back and forth to each other, back and forth, back and forth. And then Trace said, "I got you, I got you," and went spinning, ooh, and it went, it went over my head towards the building, and the discus found the only glass window left in the building, man, went. <laughs> <laughs> and we looked at each other and we ran. I don't know why we were running. But... <laughs> hey, but that, but look, everybody ran back in the day. Listen, did you do that? I said, Yes, yes, miss, I did. Yeah. You're on the track team. You're on the track team for sure. I was like, <laughs> Oh my goodness. You know what, man? God rest his soul, man. Leon, Leon Adams, man. Because yeah. Leon was track practice with us that day. Yeah. And, uh, Mr. McKinley come out. Who did that? No, no, sorry. It wasn't Mr. McKinley. It was, uh, what's your, remember the teacher used to have the German Shepherds? Oh, yes. It was I her class remember. that it was with. Yeah. And she came out, who did that? Leon was just, Leon Adams was sitting there laughing in her face. Just laughing. Oh, and, like, laughing in her face. <laughs> I, I, I'm nervous. I'm like, okay, man, these people are going to kill me, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Derek. What should I do? What should I do, man? Let's just go, man. Let's just go. Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, man. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah, that was that was combo. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jay. Go ahead. Oh no, that's okay. Um, oh man, old times. Yeah. So, uh, so like, yeah, man. Universal Soul, a big part of uh, Halifax hip hop. Like Halifax especially being a musical hub, not to mention, uh, you know, our ancestors that came through the Underground Railroad music, the message, the hymns, that was always with us, right? And uh, so uh, even in 91, I believe Halifax was viewed as, uh, there was like a Halifax pop explosion. Halifax was viewed as a, a hub for a new kind of like grunge area with uh, um, Eric's Trip, um, Sloan, you know, all those sort of indie uh, indie people bands. Friends, people like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then yeah. hip-hop, like, was also this this time of, like, you guys were, like, kind of like, uh, you know, from Down by Law into the Golden Age, um, and you've been there all along. What would... Uh, be Universal's message now if you were to drop an album or, or, you know, what would what would your message be? Yeah. Yeah, start off, crazy. Man, listen, our message is always the same. We're relevant. We just do what we do. Yeah. You know, like, that's our message. Uh, as David said, if we if we got to go political, we go political. If we go party, we go party. We just do what we do. Mm -hmm. You know, we're, we're, we're artists. We're, 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 this is, this is our music. This is, this is us. Yeah. So our message is this is a you're getting a piece of us every time you listen to our stuff, whether you see us live or whether you listen to us recorded. That's what you get. You know, like we're, we're, we're I don't think that our agenda is, uh, you know, like that, like really left side or really right side. It's it's our side. It's our view. And, you know, mm -hmm. when it comes to what we put out, we put out what we're feeling. You know, 
Yeah. Uh, we've never, like, for real, we've never con- conformed to the, to the status quo per se. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't try to sound like everybody else. We try to sound like us. We try to sound as dope as we can. Sometimes we hit, sometimes we miss. But, you know, straight up, our message is, hey, you're going to get entertained, you listen to us. <laughs> and your, ch- your kids can listen to our music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? For yeah. the most part. There are some times where we slip, we, we curse sometimes. It's mostly me. Hey, it's mostly me. <laughs> <laughs> but, and, 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 no, and most David, what would your question be to that? Sorry, Trace. Go ahead. What would your um, question be to that, David? Yeah. Sorry, rephrase it again. Sorry. Um, um, what message would Universal Soil oh, like? Love. You know, love. Yeah. Love. Realness. Um, trueness to yourself. A universal love, a universal message, a universal communication. Let's be together. Um, something organic like that. Uh, and and something to uh, to deal with the times. There's been a lot of crazy sh- that's happened in this world since mm-hmm. Universal Soul, with me included, uh, mm-hmm. has put out an album. And mm-hmm. um, and even since those guys put out the last album, a lot of crazy sh- has happened. Damn, yeah, the world is is heating up. Yeah, um, it is. It is, man. There's there's no way that uh, that wouldn't go unanswered. You know. Um, so, but yeah, there, that, that may be happening anyway, Jay. Oh, oh um, yeah. if we were, if we were, it may <laughs> be when we, uh, ah, ah, it's case of when, uh, we're already working on some stuff now. So yeah, yeah that's a good thing. Exactly. We're, we're like, yeah. people think that you were, so you guys not work. No, we still do what we're doing, but you know, we all have families and kids and, and lives and stuff like that. And you know, music had to take a little bit of a back burner, but we still do it. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, mm-hmm. hey, I, I, I ain't gonna lie to you. Give us one, two nights to rehearse. We're on stage rocking it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, yeah. And Fizz, yeah, just just to follow up with what these guys are saying, I, I would say uh, growth. Yeah. Right. Because because we've been from point A to point B to point Z, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so you know, forever changing, forever emerging. Just like both of them said, you know, just taking a look and seeing what, you know, what is actually happening and then developing our own style. Right. You know, yeah. staying in our lane, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're the we're the we're the older statesmen now. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, so you can't so you can't be you can't be running, <laughs> trying to run track like you used to. Uh, mm-hmm. So you stay in your lane, you stay at your pace uh, and nobody looks at you like you're the old guy in the club. That leads into my next question, Fizz, actually. Um, if you were able to put into words what your Scotian experience has been as a, as a black man growing up, what you've seen, what you've endured, uh, what it's made you become as a man, and I want you sort of each to answer that question, but we'll start with you, Fizz. Okay. Yeah, man, it's, it's actually been kind of interesting because, um, you know, not originally from here, moved here mm-hmm. when I was younger. And was teased, right? Uh, kind of unmercifully, if I'm being honest. But it's interesting because being teased uh, by those by those individuals, some of them I became close to, right? Yeah. Um, and 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 it sort of it sort of helped to to build me. I mean, you know, you can't you can't just walk in somewhere and uh, and not be touched, right? So so you have to you have to grow. You have to you have to learn how to how to cope, right? 
Mm-hmm. And I think I think that's the whole thing in in terms of just being a black man. You know, I'm still six foot five. People still in the past, uh, possibly presently, find me scary. Uh, and I go, what, really, <laughs> really me? Yeah. yeah. Um, but but that's the truth, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we are we are living in an era where you know uh, we're finally able to breathe. Um, and and I and I hate to say that with George Floyd. But we're, we're finally able to, and I, what I mean by that is we're finally able to speak our mind. You know what I mean? Like, I found like before, like, things would happen. Things would constantly happen. You weren't able to say anything, right? Mm-hmm. We can finally be opinionated about the way that we feel without having guilt, without having anything. There's still a long way to go. There's, 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 tons, of, there's tons of track that's got to be built. Um, but this is a start right here. Yeah. Um, well so, so, yeah. So, so, so as far as Nova Scotia, um, you both know, um, as we do, I know, I know David can contest this when he comes to visit, it's still the same place, you know, like buildings, buildings come up, but it's still the same old mentality, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's still, it's still the same old venue, right? Um, and I think obviously once that changes, uh, I truly believe it's got to change. It got to be started in the education system, right? Like you got to teach them young, you got, you got to mm-hmm. have them figure it out so that they get it. Yeah. But, uh. Anyway, that's 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 my piece. Cool, man. Tracy, what about you, my friend? Man, my experience, I, I, I got to say, like, okay, like Derek and like yourself, I'm from mm-hmm. a very, uh, you know, my grandmother was the matriarch in our family. And, yeah. you know, I, I, I was raised to not ask you your first name. I was raised to ask you your last name. So, you know, and that's, I think, I think that's something that's uniquely Scotian. Yeah. Uh, just in our, in our, in our people. And for me coming up, you know, uh, I've experienced a lot of bad stuff. I experienced a lot of wonderful stuff, you know. So the bad stuff being, for example, being chased out of Westville by uh, a group of townsfolk with a couple of my cousins being chased back to New Glasgow because of mm-hmm. my color of our skin. Yeah. But in the same breath, going back to New Glasgow with my brothers that are on this call with you and performing in front of half the people that chased me out of that town. And I'm saying we're sorry and thank you for doing this show. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I experienced a whole lot of different things. I experienced a lot of stuff off the spectrum when it comes to, uh, you know, being a black man coming up in this part of the world. But for to be perfectly honest with you guys, I love where I'm from. I love this business province. I love my family. Knuckle up and get it on. Leave a picture in your brain so my spit will live on. Who I be? Yo, I'm the cat that did it on. Mixtapes and soundtracks since the days of Farrakhan. This road is full of thorns. Most squads are full of scorns. I'ma pack this up quick. You all know my word is born. Been hitting this hard since I was a teenager. Been tearing up tracks since the days of Lone Ranger. Came up in the 90s and I never had a pager. Ten years after that, the league, I'm playing in major. Your people know me. Streetwalker, sailor maker. I was booting out traffic. Before this game made paper Halifax most finest non-believers Check the paper You can run with your squad But you still in danger Now the streets of Halifax is Been all around the globe And cats don't play what you hear They be talking about you over beer You all know we flossing over here Fresh cars got the latest gear In my town we roll 20 deep We coming up so don't sleep on Where I'm from 
Hey yo, what's hard as it may seem, it pays to stay dreaming. When all of those around you down, you're for breaking even. As fast come and go, yo, my style ain't changed. Just a little more focus with something to say. My Holly Town don't play. We graduated the thug with the case of the cold world. Try fly from the drug with no position to move. You know, I'm a family guy. And, you know, David and Philly are my witness. I don't roll with a whole lot of people outside my inner circle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Jay, me and you've been tight since you were kids' kids. Our parents, yeah. Our grandparents. Yeah. Yeah, me and you grew up in Frank Street. You know what I mean? I, I don't roll outside the circle. So when it comes yeah. to uh, experiencing a lot of crazy, crazy stuff like some people experience, I don't put myself in those situations. I never have. You know what I mean? I'm happy being in my neighborhood. I'm not one of those people that look look down on being from the North End and, you know, growing up around Indiana Square, going up around Brunswick Towers and going to St. Joseph's and, you know what I mean, going to St. Pass High. I look at that as a blessing because mm -hmm. I got to be diverse, be around my people and meet people of different cultures and what have you and see how different people from different parts of the planet live. So yeah, nice. for me, that's been my experience. And even, you know, growing up on Creighton Street, everybody knew everybody. Everybody was tight or related. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And whether it's not through blood, it's through love. Mm. You feel me? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming up, you know, it was, I had a great upbringing. I, I, I love coming up where I came up. I mm. love seeing the good times and I love seeing the bad times because it made me grow as a person. <clears throat> you feel me? Yeah. So yeah. that's, you know, that's, that's my, that's my take on it. Yeah, know? nice. Getting ready David, what about you, brother? Okay, I'm done. Okay. Thanks, bro. <laughs> we got too many people. <laughs> but it's great but Dave, um, yeah. me nova scotia wow um like like a it was like a picture perfect world for me i was able to imagine this perfect world until somewhere mid high school and then reality started clicking in on me that mm -hmm. i wasn't equal to my white counterparts mm -hmm. or Oh, and like the realities of world, it, it kind of, they shifted. And mm -hmm. um, I reflected that in some of my songs too. Um, video cam would be one of them. Yeah. And that's, oh. still, that, that's still just coming out now. I mean, really, mm -hmm. what would George Floyd uh, be without the, the, the video footage, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Nothing. Just another yeah. dead brother. Oh, it's relevant, yeah. relevant, bro. It's relevant. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I got mixed feelings because I've ex I've had these experience with cops well before any of this push for changing um, the authorities. You know, mm -hmm. um, uh, I've seen. I know Rich. I, I know. I, I went to Cornwallis. I was fortunate enough to go to this uh, cool. this to, to to generalize it, Rich White School, mm -hmm. um, because this also opened up my eyes. I saw a kid. Get his $3,000 bike stolen in the morning. My black ass walked home, ate lunch, came back, and he had a new effing bike. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's, <clears throat> lights yeah. came on for me. Right. Right? Because my mom had to work really hard to get all three, my brothers, like to get all three of us our bikes. I knew what that meant for her. And mm -hmm. he came back in a lunchtime mm -hmm. with a new $3,000 Mike. And, and so, I, damn. <laughs> but, like, I mean, with that being said, though, that school also at the end, the Parent Teacher Association paid, paid for my brown ass because I integrated so well with the school. They paid mm -hmm. for me to go all over North America. I had a great experience. 
And it also leads me into my other point where black people uh, kill each other uh, because I've never been called white boy so much in my life ever. There, I, mm-hmm. let's talk about that, right? Mm-hmm. Where if you choose to educate yourself, articulate yourself a certain way and not sound like the herd, you'll get called whatever. Mm-hmm. I got called white boy a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of pushed. So I, I kind of felt pushed from my own community. And wow. this was my own inner insecurities. This mm-hmm. I, I know now as a man. But mm-hmm. at the time, I didn't know this. You know, I got I to jump in on that real, real mm-hmm. quick. Uh, I see Dave. Wallace in grade what eight? It was grade eight. Yeah. Okay. I oh, went grade to, nine. I went grade to nine, I was Thomas from grade four and then left in grade eight. Okay, at Cornwallis. Yeah. And my experience was a little different. You know, I wasn't called white boy in my own community. You know what I mean? But I was called some other things from that other community. And yep. the reason that I went to St. Joseph's is because I wanted to be around my own people. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like I was getting kind of tired of being one of maybe three black people in the school. You know what I mean? And it was St. Pat's all day. No, no, yeah, St. Pat's eat. You know what I mean? I was, Let's I was right going, here. Is that when David came, David took over my mantle. And then yeah, he right. took it to the next level. Because right. I was, I left. I didn't yeah. want to be there anymore. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He came in there and hung with a lot of same people I hung with, like the Andy Durnfords and the, the Robert Caldwells and the Teddy McLeans and the Jenny Raymonds. Oh, you know what I mean? And Jenny Raymond. <laughs> hey, hey, to be real, Jenny Raymond is still a close personal friend of mine to this day. My experience is a little different out there. Yeah. Okay. I want to be around my people. That's why. Well, I Let me round circle this because I, I was going to go round circle with my thing. <laughs> I, I yeah, guess ahead, where, go I, where I'm going is, is I, I, I got exposed to a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. And, um, from 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 the outside community and from my own community, but um, fast forward until today, you know, I, I look at um, I look at how a place like Scotia prepares some. I, it depends who you're clicking with, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. But my mm-hmm. experiences with my friends, uh, both white, black, and in between, um, like Donald Trump opened up my eyes to a lot of things, right? Huh. Um, there, there was a lot of white friends that did not make the cut, right? They got cut off, right? Yeah. And I got yeah. no regrets. And there's no looking back. They can stay mm-hmm. away. But mm-hmm. more importantly, more importantly than that, I got to speak about the white people that spoke up for black people when Black Lives Matter happened. And the, I, I'm saying the support that, um, that I felt, I, it's almost shocking, and I shouldn't be shocked, because I knew these people when I was going to junior high. I knew them when I was going to high school. And they were good. But I thought I knew these other people that switched up on me too. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And that, yeah. that threw me all yeah. around. Yeah. I guess yeah. what I'm trying to that's, say that's is that Scotia, that's Scotia is a good school for realness. Scotia, Scotia can be as bad as Tennessee, except instead of burning crosses in your front lawn and trying to lift somebody, they're going to smile on your face. You yeah. Know, yeah. How are you doing, Mr. Eddie Coyote? But I will not yeah. have food for dinner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's the thing about Scotia. It's it's systemic, it's closet, it's you don't see it coming. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You don't see it coming because the races up here are educated. Yeah, so, but there was a certain I mean, magic though. There's a certain magic in the North End, uh, when I was there and when we were doing Universal Soul, um, it was the beginner the beginning of the gentrification. 
But that, mm-hmm. that can be a good time because th- this is a, a time where artists are moving in, mm-hmm. where other cultures and communities are moving in. And um, there was an energy, a magic uh, on Godigan Street at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, this yeah. helped us fuel because the recording studio was around there. This, this energy, this magic that I feel was lost last time I was visiting, I can't lie. Um, mm-hmm. It just doesn't feel the same in the North End. Well, um, how many of us mm-hmm. live in the North End anymore? It's it's yeah. it's no longer it's no longer a community, man. You know what I mean? You can you can you can you can call it that, but you know it, it it's not it, it's not it's not it's just not the same. It didn't feel you know? like it, man. No, no. put it this way: I'll be I'll be honest with everybody here. Anytime I'm down on Gardiner Street, and there are white people that look me in the face, like, "Boy, what are you doing here yeah. on Gardiner Street?" Wow. Yeah, uh, we had two episodes, kind of um, kind of looking at that, and I did a bit of research. And, um, you know, traditionally from like the 50s and 60s all the way up to about 2000, mm-hmm. uh, the black population in the North End hovered around 35, 40%. And I mean, that's the whole yeah. North End, right? Not yeah. just that, but, you know, you got concentrations of Creighton Street or down by the park or down by UNX Square, uh, where yeah. it was closer to 90%. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't take into fact the hydrostone and all that stuff, right? Yeah. So, what happened from 2003 to 2016, steep decline, man, steep decline mm-hmm. to, to where now the last census, which was 2016, the black population's hovering around uh, 10%. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It's, it's the, the, the community has been decimated, man. Yeah. You've got a whole lot of people, a whole lot of families that are dying off and the, the descendants are moving out. Mm. I mean, dog, I don't live in the North End anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, neither this family, neither this David, neither this Jay, neither you. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, you know, and it, here's the funny thing is, when, and if we try to go back and buy properties, it's eight times the price that it was. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, you know, that's the thing. I never, yeah. I, like, I'll be, I'll be the first to tell you guys, I never thought I'd be living in Oakland, ever. Mm-hmm. I never thought I'd be living in the suburbs. Because I could walk if I had to. I want to get a drink down on the down the road. I can walk home. Yeah. Now I'm out here. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm happy. Got a beautiful house, beautiful family. Very happy man. But the North End is for real. Condo. It is condo. It is Condoville. It's Condoville. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the fact of the matter is, as I say, they wait. They wait for them. The, the prices to go way down. They buy them quick. They build them up. Then they charge four times what they what they paid for. David, yeah. what were you saying, man? You said you were about to say something. Well, I was gonna say I, I was gonna say I'd be very surprised if you ever see Uniac Square get renovated ever again. Mm-hmm. I think what you're gonna see is happen is that whole thing will be sold off. They'll put public housing somewhere far out, somewhere far away again until that land becomes uh, valuable and they want to gentrify that, <laughs> right? And then they'll yeah. move us again. Right. Um, but seriously, um, they messed up with Africville. They moved us to prime real estate areas. They moved us listen, to the North End. They moved us to Mulgrave Park. And that, that's areas that, a, that are prime real estate right now. Right. Yeah. That, that and, was a straight knee jerk. Yeah. They don't even need to pay for the bulldozers or nothing. They just need to do what they're doing. Just slowly increase it. Keep on yeah. shutting down places, push this person out. And slowly but surely, bada boom, bada bing. Yeah, it's, that's the way the system is set up, and you know it's yeah. uh, it's very Red sad. Especially yeah. it's just it's it's yeah. the, the thing the thing that frustrates me realistically is when we needed it, right? 
So, so growing up on Godigan Street, walking down Godigan Street, you'd never, ever, ever see anybody from outside of the community, right? Yeah. Um, and just like what Tracy said, you see, you see uh, businesses that are suffering, right? Nobody's coming in to help until until the very last minute, right? And, and until until they can't, you know, and then it gets put up, right? Uh, and then somebody comes in and they buy it. That's the thing that hurts the most. Is that is that watching the community literally, you know, get grabbed by the neck and suffocate? That that's that's the that's the only thing that actually hurts me right now. Is is like you know because I'm I'm working I'm working within the community trying to and, and that's and that's the thing that I try to do right now is give my give my children a sense of where I came from and and a sense of being able to see yourself because where because where we live you don't get to see yourself very often. So, so if I, if I can bring them into the inner city, into the memory of where I come, now it's not obviously not going to be the same, but the point is, is that I want to give them something and it's hard. It's hard even at this point, wow. you know, just like what you guys said earlier, when you're a condo here, condo there, and I'm talking about a time, <laughs> I'm talking about a time where, you know, you had this and Sobeys used to be right there and then they closed <laughs> those Sobeys for years. Right. Uh, you know, and that was there. Uh, yeah. it, it's, it's just not the same, bro. Well, I'm going to say yeah. this. My mom still lives down here. And mm-hmm. to be perfectly honest, uh, Finley and I, like, our, our invitation reversal, we did the, the Godigan 250 uh, celebration. Yes, sir. And it was so beautiful. It See was. People actually still live in the area that came out and supported. Mm-hmm. And to be perfectly honest with you guys, that's the first time the hood gave us that type of luck. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. where I saw people that I haven't seen in years. And these are people that I've known all my life. And they're like, yeah. Man, I didn't know you guys did this. I'll be at every one of these. It took a long time for us to get. It took us a long time to get love from the hood. Oh, yeah, it did. It, it, it did. really it, did. It, it, it took a long time. Our, our, we our, success, our success came from jamming with rock bands. And, and, yeah, uh, and doing shows with them. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is how we were able to meet other bar owners, though. You know, yeah. there was no yeah. place to do a hip hop show in Halifax. Mm-hmm. No, Don't let anyone tell you anything. Listen, I'll say this: we started off with Cafe Olay, just doing oh, yeah. free shows for uh, Conrad yeah. area. I'm going to say a small cut at the door. Hardly. Shout out to Greg Clark for putting yeah. Yeah. us on back in the day to uh, 2005 or whatever long. Uh, was that place called over the pizza corner? Double Juice and Pub Flamingo. He yeah, no, oh, yeah. Pub Flamingo was down on College Street. Stage 9 was the place, the last place that Greg uh, was. Yeah, yeah. Like, without him, he was a visionary. He saw that, he saw that, he checked the, the, the people in the hood that were doing what they were doing. Mm-hmm. He gave care for us. He gave them a, 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 some shows. Yeah. He gave them their start. Did he find the Halifax <laughs> Explosion? Pardon me? Did he find the Halifax Explosion? No, that was, that was, uh, a counselor. Oh, okay. Way Mason. Way Mason. Oh, oh yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. And he, that's another yeah. guy that, that bigged us up. Mm-hmm. That took care of us coming up. But Greg was yeah. also involved with the marquee. And the marquee yeah. was yeah, yeah. The, the marquee was crucial to our success. I mean, yeah, yeah, it started yeah. it started with the <laughs> um with the pub and 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 the double juice. Without that start from Greg, yeah. really we had no chance of ever becoming a local name. Yeah. Um and it gave us the opportunity to work with these, um, the Seattle sound, if you yeah, will. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We were working with 
with people all the time uh, with different sounds, different techniques. It helped us keep with our universal concept. And in the end, it made the show more exciting. A hip hop mm -hmm. band opens up yeah. for a rock band and then and then the rock band uh, headlines it. And at the end, they both come together and we did some merge thing. Our live yeah, yeah. show, like our CD was one thing, but if you really wanted to see Universal Soul, if you really say you saw us, you saw us live. Live, yeah. And mm -hmm. In our live performance, it was just, it was, it was something else. We yeah. have an energy that other mm -hmm. people just don't have. They're mm -hmm. worrying about what they should be doing on stage. We're doing it. Yeah, yeah. We're not yeah, worrying about yeah. that. We're doing I, it. I think, David, you couldn't have sealed it. You couldn't have sold it better. Like, it's authentic. And, and, that's, and that's, what, that's, what, that's what forms it, right? You know what I mean? Like, like mm -hmm. because, of that, because of that actual realness. But I just, I just wanted to bring up a really good point because that's, that's the natural progression, right? Racism. I don't know if you guys remember that, that 91 soul, quote, unquote, race, uh, race riot. Oh, yeah. That the city that the city said. So so you got you got windows smashed and all that other stuff. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. so so nobody wanted to let us into the bar. So right. so just like those guys said with Greg and all of them, thank God for Condon. Uh Condon, I do not Condon. remember your name right now. Uh thank you. but but from, but yeah, but from Cafe Olay. Uh and this was a team bar. You know what I mean? Like we, we yeah. were well well past our teens, but, yeah. but, but, be, but because, but because he believed in us and because he believed in creating something that was, that, that was the, uh, that was the spot where, and there was no YouTube, there was no yeah. TikTok or Instagram. You know, it was just, it was just posters up on a, you know, on a telephone pole and, and, and filling the place up. Right. Yeah. Something that you probably never, ever see again from a local band. Yeah. Um, but without these people, without these white business owners who actually mm -hmm. believe uh, in just music in general, good music. Um, that, that, that really opened up the door for, for a lot of things. Right. Yeah. And um, yeah, you, you couldn't have said that better, David. Like, like there's, yeah, there was, so there we, was just a, we built our name. We were building our name. Um, unbeknownst to our community, really, right. because it was mm. happening outside of the community. Yeah. Right. It was happening downtown Halifax. And mm -hmm. chances are that someone from the community would show up at the Pub Flamingo or at the whatever, or, or even at the Marquee when it was right in the hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't lying, right? Mm -hmm. yep. We're very slim. And yeah. so it was later on after we got our just desserts, because... Basically, we didn't really care who was liking us or not liking us. We were digging what we were doing. Um, the people who were at our shows loved what we were doing. Mm -hmm. And that's all we needed. And that yeah. turned out that that already included black people. But I'm saying the black community itself wasn't still on board. This came mm -hmm. a little later. And when it came, it was authentic. I remember some mm -hmm. of the brothers that I wish they were there. They were never there. They were there and they came extra and Corey Marsman would be one of yeah. them. He would, yeah. he, there was a time period he came to every other show, man, mm -hmm. all the time, checking up on us. There was a couple yeah. Sean, Sean Mantley. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, no, I'm serious. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I know, the, I know. The, it, it, it worked like that, right? And then mm -hmm. through six degrees of separation, Anthony Christmas, I can keep on thinking of them, and they would yeah. come yeah. and actually come to see us. Oh, mm -hmm. well, no, Anthony, Anthony been down with us since the start, don't, just don't forget. Anthony Rose with us, so he's it's not family, like you know, he's family. Like I don't, I don't even. <laughs> you can't count Anthony. 
Anthony's Anthony's one of my sure I can count Anthony. He that was buying drinks. He paid to get in. He wasn't on the guest list. Somebody paid to get in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you got paid to well, <laughs> well, listen, fellas. Um, uh, one last thing I, w- I want to ask before we get going. Um, Derek and I left uh, Halifax 20 years ago for our own reasons. Um, David, you're living in Switzerland now. What was what was some of the choices that made you sort of go in that that road to to leave Halifax? Oh God, all kinds. <laughs> um, yeah. Let me start with the main one. It was me, addiction. I I had a problem. And um, that problem led to me doing things that I'm not so happy with to Mm -hmm. afford that addiction. Mm -hmm. Um, I was still making music, but I was not, I was lost. And I had an opportunity to restart Mm -hmm. restart i did i had no idea what i was heading in towards Mm -hmm. um i moved to a country that doesn't it didn't have english as an official language when i came here Mm -hmm. uh no one was speaking it unless you specifically asked them to yeah um and it's a stiff country it's a straight and narrow country (laughs) but guess what someone who had my personality traits needs uh, nice, straight and narrow. And um, I, I landed on that straight and narrow. And um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I still keep my my Scotian. My Scotian doesn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, and, and I introduce that to people here, right? Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I don't tone down who I am. I do it when in Rome, do as the Romans do type of mentality, but not in ever selling out who I am, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm me all the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that straight and narrows worked out. Um, I, I, I could move back to Canada and not have to worry about those problems I had to worry about when I was leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, life's pretty good here. I gotta say the economy's not bad in Switzerland. And, um, again, with the whole Trump era and things like that, I saw a lot of ugliness, not just come out of America. I saw a lot of ugliness come out of Canada. Mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, I got to ask myself those tough questions when I got it so good here. Why? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the answer is simple. Friends, family. I, I can go on and on and on. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. But I got to keep a balance with that. My wife has family and friends here. My kids mm-hmm. have uh, are integrated here, mm-hmm. um, but they're also interested about Canada. But I, I, I'm we may go back, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. But um right. No regrets, man. I've been here uh, 14 years now. The only regret is that I miss my mom. You know, mm-hmm. I, 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 yeah. I miss my fam. I miss my friends. Yeah, I miss yeah. this time. I miss this right. time because it's not the same time. Yeah. I made some. You miss you too, brother. But it, you know, it's not this. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Dave, well, David, it is true, though. Like, uh, you know, from, from the time that I've lived abroad, even up here, like, we, we keep, we, the Scotian travels. Like I remember um, uh, one of the first Thanksgivings in Australia that I spent, I, t- I told my what my girlfriend at the time, but my wife now, hey, we're having supper. We're, we're, I'm, I'm cooking supper, right? And she goes, well, it's, you know, Thanksgiving's not really a thing. I said, no, no, we're inviting people over. We're, we're going to do it, right? Mm-hmm. So did it. I had to go find a turkey. 
But you know, we, we did a Scotian style, friends and family, everybody around, and yeah, you know, doing their thing. What? Yeah, chow. Oh man, no chow in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't yeah. find a turkey. Uh, yeah, had to have time for But yeah, man, the Scotian oh, travel. You know what I mean? I had to ask you. Yeah. But yeah, man, this is this has been <laughs> this has been great, man. Um, we've it's been special having you guys on to celebrate you guys, man. Like it's good to see everyone sure. doing well. Well, Doug, I, I think I can speak for for the, for the we're celebrating you guys. Like, yeah. We're happy to see this up and running. Thank we're happy you, to see absolutely. you guys doing what you're doing. Thank you. We're happy yeah, to thank see you. Your guys well, show. We're happy to see us talking about us. To us, yes, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I come up with both of you, and yeah. you know, so did David, so did Finley. And you know, something, man, for you guys to be out here doing this platform and bringing the experience to people who may not know about Scotia, may not know about our vibrant community, may not know about our, our, our traditions, our culture, our heritage. This is big for me, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? This, this is this is. Man, listen, man, this is so crazy. I'm, happy, I'm, I'm, I'm related. I'm related to you, Derek. Right? Yes. We we bear the same last name. Uh, Jay. So much to say about you, but your dad was instrumental in my life. Uh, you know, uh, just just to be able to teach me how to just be able to to, to teach me how to play the, the the drums. He was my first teacher, right? Who looked like amazing. me. Amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. Tracy, family. Uh, David just recently found out that we're family on the Clayton side, so so uh, and, and and closely related. You too. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, but but it's but but it's just it's it's so interesting, man. It, it's uh, it's definitely a pleasure. But like like Tracy said, couldn't couldn't have said it better. Uh, yeah. Down home came out, and I was I was proud of you guys, man. Really really happy for you guys showing out, and uh, keep it going, man. Keep it going. Thank you. Love it. Up the good work, guys. All right. Well, you know, it's been special, man. And like I said, thank you guys for coming out. Yeah. Uh, Jay Jones, take us out, man. Yeah, man. A blessed day. A blessed day indeed on this lovely long weekend. It's good to see brothers from different mothers. And we're mm -hmm. all related and connected. And also, I do want to say this, guys. It's really good to see such uh, self-awareness um, of, of who you are as men. Um coming to terms with different things that you've seen and, and, and growing and still having that essence to express and speak your mind. And I hope, I hope, what I really hope for is just like Dave said, so make sure that you do continue on this musical path. Uh, bring something out that's relative today from your way that you express yourself. People need to hear these things. We're an important time. We're an important time to start uh, show what expression is all about. Uh, just to make sure that we're in touch with our own emotions and music and arts in poetry, it might not always be that way. And just living your life and being good fathers. It's important. So I just wanted to say that. That's all I got to say. Church is over. But uh, you know, it's been it's been it's been a great time chilling with you fellas. You know what I'm saying? Hey, thank Much you. Love. Absolutely, man. Respect you, brother. Absolutely. You have been listening to Down Home. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. The two additional music tracks in this episode, Back Around, 
and where I'm from are courtesy of Universal Soul. With the force from the soul, reaching all aspects, getting deep, no time to sleep as you reach your next phase, laying it all on the line. New trail stop to blaze, it's a fire inside, a brand new path. The song Breaking New Ground from The Breakdown. A connection so strong, transcribed with the vibe like magic prescribed.